0: Hello and welcome to another episode of All Gover the Podcast, I'm Abdullah. And I'm Sam, hi. <laughs> and we're back with another movie episode, yay! Yay! Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bet you're t- tired of us l- talking about obscure movies that nobody gives a shit about. Actually, no. you're stuck with us for the next hour or so.
0: <laughs> no, no, people enjoy these episodes because they get to hear me suffer. Really?
1: I, I'm, I'm guessing you have, a, you have fan mail involving that type of thing.
0: No, not really. I mean, the five people, the five, ten people listening to this are, are probably like regretting that they downloaded this or or just need some background noise. And if that and if that's the case, then um, I'm glad to be I'm glad that you chose us to be your background noise and not any other podcast. So thanks for that.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. I'm guessing that maybe every, maybe the ratings drop because oh shit that weird movie girl's back. No, I we want Tom. Tom's the smart one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I only do the movie episodes because goddamn it, I need some variety, and sometimes there are slow weeks, and you guys have heard me try to do episodes on slow weeks, and they're not very good. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, sorry. You have to be stuck with me. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and you, you and you wanted, you
0: wanted you the the bad movie correspondent um title. So Yeah, yeah. I do.
1: <laughs> I do because we we both love bad movies. We both love everything involving movies now. For some reason, you are like my sensei in this type of situation, yo.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um And I just wanna say, in the previous episode I talked a lot of shit about Danger Zone. I would like to apologize for everything, for every bad thing I said about that movie. Because while that movie is a piece of, while that movie is a piece of shit, it is watchable compared to Showdown in Manila. Which is easily, uh, which is um... easily the worst action movie I have ever seen for this series. Yes, worse than Chain of Command.
1: Holy shit. Worse than Dr. Giggles? I'm guessing it's, it's, it's still as bad.
0: I mean, I'm talking about action. I'm not talking about horror. You know, it's oh, the, worst, okay. the worst action movie I think we've seen for this fucking show. Like, hands down. Oh. I don't think we'll ever see another action movie this bad. I don't think so. <laughs> like, I don't think we'll yes. ever see an action movie... As just god-awful as this piece of shit was, this was horrendously uh, yeah. terrible. Horrendously terrible. We get
1: it. Abdullah, we get it.
0: And, and Anyways, I blame you, because your country shot this shit out, okay?
1: <laughs> I know, Okay, I blame my country. Um... Background noise. Um, back, background. Um, this week we are actually going to have a theme called Star Washing Machine. It involves a bu- a movies that involve an all star cash, quote unquote. Well, usually mostly in the wash up stuff in low grade direct to DVD type of shit. And first of all, background Showdown in Malone was supposed to be in a theme called Hometown, which is like Movies set in the country, respective countries where it came from. I'm actually from the Philippines, and Abdullah's from a undisclosed country in the Middle East. But he doesn't wanna. But aside from Desert Storm movies, there's not a lot of movies that's set in his country per se. But he, but they do have Arab Rambo, and we can try to find that one day. But we, he, he sucks at Arabic, so no. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, we we already made a rule well, we can't review anything unless it's in English. So sorry, that's one of our rules. Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> Damn it, we have rules. Yeah, we have rules.
0: <laughs> because if we didn't, but we would just deal. be. If we didn't, we would just be reviewing every other. And we would just be reviewing the room for the hundredth time. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Damn it. Anyways, um, Shodan in Manila is actually a cooperative film between my country and Russia. And especially in how recent years, Russia and the Philippines have been like kind of buddy-buddy, especially with the rise of our new president and his strange, insane machinations of whatever he's going to do to our country. Yeah, I say that um, we... We Filipinos don't know shit about Russian culture. And we don't we don't even know that this exists. I only found out about it because I was researching Shang Song's discography and he is somehow there.
0: <laughs> and this was directed by Mark De De Casa DeCascos. De if I'm pronouncing that right, I don't care. DeCascos, yeah. Yeah, Mark DeCascos, a Hawaiian actor known as the chairman in Iron Chef America. Yep. The, Sh- the chairman sure. the chairman from Iron Chef America directed this garbage and it shows. God, this movie's horrible. <laughs> so there
1: yes, apparently apparently he has Ch- Filipino Spanish and Chinese ancestry
0: sure point is he he but but the thing is he's partially to blame for this because we get another offender Alexander ne- 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 Neversky neversky nevsky. nevsky who is the star of this and I want you to imagine a Russian Arnold Schwarzenegger if you sucked out all the charisma. That's basically him. He's basically a Russian Arnold Schwarzenegger if you sucked out all the charisma. This guy cannot act worth a shit. And he's awful. He's t-
1: I don't know why he's even there. He he The Philippines isn't much of a place for for, for with involving Russians.
0: I mean, well, they needed somewhere cheap to to film, and Lord knows, you know, Philippines could use the, the 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 what was it, the, the tourist attraction. I don't know.
1: I don't know because nobody in my own country even knows this exists. So it's like, well, if you're not, you guys aren't even doing much good with it if you, if you don't promote Filipino Russian cultural exchange bullshit
0: <laughs> and okay the basic plot and I and I hate to use that and I use that term very fucking loosely here is basically if you've seen an every if you've seen any 80s buddy cop comedy or any buddy cop movie in general You've seen this movie already. Because it's the same fucking shit. It's basically just Basic. two, two cops track down a drug dealer. And that's it. That's the entire fucking movie.
1: Yeah. And then there's, like, people dying. And then there's, like... T- bunch of other wash-up stars being there and then they actually the two buddy cop characters especially the guy casper van deen you seen you said you kind of thought oh he's aging you just aged well and then it's like those two were like sticking out in store thumbs like two white guys in a country full of like if if you're not if you're not, like, Filipino, if you don't look Filipino, you, you gotta stick out, like, a sore thumb. Like, there. You're just, like, out of place in this entire situation.
0: And it's not even funny, bad. It's, like, it's just so horrendously terrible in every conceivable way because, okay, it's set in the Philippines, but, but everyone speaks English. Okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. But... My country does speak
1: English. it's just that they have as really the
0: f- shit as, as, as the first language no <laughs> no they don't
1: no, actually, we kind of have pretty good English in like especially in the city parts, but if it's something like the slums or somewhere very very rural, they'd be shit at they'd be shit at the english It really depends on how. How much foreigners can be attracted to the city?
0: And that and and that brings up another good point. Is like they they go to a they go to a slum at one point, and you see an entire scene of drug dealers talking to each other in English. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, it yeah, it makes there's...
0: no sense.
1: Okay, so basically, TL... yeah. I mean. The... I can not understand that everybody, even, like, people who are supposed to be talking in Tagalog, I mean, it would be fine if they speak in Tagalog just little subtitles in there. We we don't give a shit. I mean, imagine Tagalog-Russian subtitles and shit. We won't mind, but this is not everybody speaking accentlessly. I mean, have you seen a Filipino speak in English They will always have one way or another, an accent, and it will sound like this. Uh, Today, we're going to go somewhere and then go... Like, there's always this odd accent, despite our English. But their English is so freaking interesting here. It's, It's, like, very accentless, I guess. I'm sorry for that.
0: And it makes no sense, because it takes me out of the movie, because, like, it's, a, it's meant to be set in the Philippines, but everyone speaks perfect fucking English without any accent, so... What the fuck is going on? I
1: don't know either. It's it's just weird.
0: And should we get to the but second the... part of the movie, where the movie just, just, yes, just, just, like... just gives up on trying to be a cop movie, and then just says, fuck it... We're an Expendables ripoff now, where this team of fucking highly trained Navy SEALs shows up out so of Russia. nowhere. They show up out of fucking nowhere, and they're like, "Oh, they're my team," and then it just becomes the Expendables for no yeah, reason. and then there no reason. Yeah,
1: and then they, no reason at all. Just magically appears in some jungle jungle near the Philippines. It's like, meet a Russian. eat my. Old Russian team. Apparently, they were supposed to be there. them in the opening. The opening has the guy and the Expendables trying to fight against, um... I'm going to say it now. Shang Tsung with a fedora. All quiet.
0: (laughs) I felt the the most sorry for him because he looked like shit and he just looked like God damn. He looked embarrassed to be in this. And keep in mind, this man played Heihachi in the fucking live-action Tekken movie. Finally,
1: and he, a and,
0: role he, and he gave a much better performance in that piece of shit than he gave in this piece of shit. All he did was,
1: like, sit down and drink alcohol. That's the most B-movie that you can ever be.
0: He looked embarrassed to be there. He just looked fucking embarrassed to be there, and I don't blame him because this movie is just such a piece of shit. It's just ah.
1: But yeah, they're tracking down um, Shang Tsung with a fedora because apparently he killed. He he. Apparently, he killed. He killed. Um, the. He he almost sh- he killed basically everyone in this squad except for Russian Arnold Schwarzeneggers. And then they're out for revenge. And then one way or another, meanwhile in like Boracay, which is technically a beach island down south, Tia Carrera exists. And then apparently Shang Tsung killed her husband. She is not important until somewhat the end of the movie.
0: And keep in mind, we're just introduced. We're just. Like this, this entire shit happens so fast. I was actually begging the movie to slow down because they were just introducing all these elements into this fu- into this fucking movie, and I and I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I really yeah, didn't. Yeah, that's the
1: thing. And then yeah, then then Russian, then Russian Arnold and Kasser Van Deen who plays the buddy cop go around town fight on the hunt for shang song and the fedora i think and then there's like shit not a lot happened all they do is like shit, running running there's some fighting but the fighting choreography sucks at, for the most part and then eventually they they already found out that the shang song with the fedora has have a base somewhere in the jungle somewhere far far away and then yeah you said it went to the second half that became an Expendables film meet the old Russian seal people
0: with language I don't and and then the entire the the last 40 or so minutes of this movie is just one long overdrawn action sequence and it's the most boring fucking shit I have ever sat through
1: We were all expecting, like, epic gunfights, or at least some epic choreography. I mean, you're supposed to have this guy who's known to be a martial arts instructor, so you'd say a lot of awesome flips and kicks and shit. No. No.
0: We just get people hiding behind cover pretending to fire guns for 40 minutes.
1: I'm having Amparo shadow flashbacks.
0: (laughs) Even, again... Even the fights in Ta... In, in, in what was it? Um, Tekken. Yeah, even the fights in Tekken had more effort put into them than this piece of shit. Let that yeah. sink in. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> and
1: yeah, as in there's <reuse, laughs> like 30 to 40 minutes of nothing but pathetic fight scenes. And then eventually...
0: And they reuse an explosion in in the same fucking fight scene. Oh god, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and also the return of the after effects blood, <laughs> which is just drawn in red paint.
0: <laughs> Again, if if you if if you if you have a budget, if you're a, okay, I understand that you're on a tight budget. But blood effects aren't that are aren't that complicated to do. They really aren't they really aren't uh, they like
1: really you aren't.
0: can look up fucking <laughs> tutorials on youtube on how to make fake blood i'm not kidding i've seen tutorials on youtube about how to make fake blood and these motherfuckers couldn't be bothered to even do that
1: yeah and it just feels pretty boring for the most part isn't even in the end when they're about to like meet up with shank's fedora shank song they don't even do anything they just capture them
0: and then locked him in a jeep. The end. Oh no, but then we gotta get Tia Carrera have a revenge by coming in and killing him.
1: And for no reason. For some
0: reason. Yeah, it's like, oh. And then uh, and... <laughs> and, and the movie just ends after that. It's like, oh, okay. The guy we just spent chasing for fucking half the movie just end up ended up dying. Do we get paid or what? No? Okay. That was pointless. Yeah. God, I hate it this just... movie so much. I hate this movie but so it, fucking that's much. That's the thing.
1: That's the thing. It. One thing I kind of hated about this movie is that it had the elements of that bad 80s Filipino action film. But they don't even know how to even do a Filipino action film. Our action films back then fucked the logic. They were very ridiculous and over the top as in tropical country leather, leather leather jackets okay that's that's how insanely weird
0: we are and the thing is, is like it's called showdown in manila but the final showdown takes place in a fucking jungle cuz they couldn't be bothered yeah. to, to, to rent out an alley to, to for a, for the fucking final shootout
1: Ugh. Yeah. yeah as a it's kind of weird when The Bourne Legacy at least had a better aspect on Manila than this.
0: But well, that was a bigger budget movie. This was just done on the cheap. And even then that's not an excuse.
1: It's really not.
0: Because I've seen cheaper films that look much better than this. I know. Yeah, just Oh my god! This movie is just so terrible. God, fuck this movie! This movie just—I I can't even be—I can't. Even, like, the reason I'm not even saying much about it, uh, compared to the other movies we, we like we, we've talked about before, is like it's so generic and by the numbers, and just so poorly made that I almost want—I almost want to dare people just to, just to experience it just to see how bad it is it's i almost want to i almost want to be like oh you know you think so-and-so is bad well you haven't seen showdown in manila showdown in manila is just fucking atrocious
1: it's atrocious in a way that makes you cry it's not terribly bad it's not so bad it's funny or so, so bad it's good or whatever it's just bad
0: it's easily one of the worst fucking movies we've covered for this for the series, hands down. Amen. So I mean, it's so bad. I actually want to hunt down every digital copy of this and just erase it from existence.
1: Piracy just, is a piracy. Just, once,
0: <laughs> just find every physical copy, every every digital, uh, the master print digital copy of this movie and just erase it from existence
1: that'll be a, that'll be a that'll be a fun action film actually
0: they should have <laughs> you, know, you know you know what they did with food fight when they stole the flash they stole the flash drive with all the assets yes. someone should someone should have just done that with this fucking movie just saved us the trouble of it ever coming out
1: it would be kind of nice but it's there the only thing left is don't let any filipino fag watch this ever they already enjoyed Nutshack. I don't want them to enjoy this.
0: <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Terrible fucking movie. Don't watch it. I'm not t- going to talk about it any more than 20 minutes. 20 minutes have passed of me talking about this piece of, piece of shit. No more, okay? No more. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First 20 minutes of me bitching about this god-awful movie. Anyway, moving on from a terrible movie to a mediocre movie. Woo! Well, I mean, mediocre in a, in a sense of... This is good for, like... This, is a, this movie's actually really good if you get a couple friends together, get really drunk, and just riff it. This is the perfect movie for that. And we're talking about Hell Ride. A movie, a movie from 2008 starring the late Dennis Hopper and David Carradine. And the reason I mentioned them is because they're the only two good actors in the entire fucking movie. Everyone
1: else just sucks. And also it's approved by Quentin Tarantino. What the fuck?
0: Well then again, Quentin Tarantino produced the hostile movie, so this doesn't shock me at all. Oh. oh they just they just put his name on there to get more people to watch this to watch this turd and well I, I don't know if that worked or not but I guess that didn't work because this movie fell into obscurity which makes us you know which makes it well for us to cover for the show good job and I will say this this movie isn't very good but the soundtrack is fucking amazing
1: I know that's I know I actually want to download the playlist for that music for for this one because I actually enjoyed the music that they're playing it's it fits the mood it it fits the background of desert writing and shit like that it feels all climaxy and thrilling that is totally contradictory of what they actually executed in this movie
0: and and for the plot what plot this movie's plotless there is no plot
1: there's, there's just flashbacks on flashbacks on flashbacks. The, the plot is just like one inception of sad flashbacks that involves a bunch of bikers fighting against Vinnie Jones. That's it.
0: Because Larry Bishop, the guy who wrote this, is so up his own ass. He thinks... This is my main problem with this movie. The writing is just so goddamn terrible. It really is because Larry Bishop thinks that his writing is so good... So clever, so witty that he tries to make every character have like, he tries to make every character have like these these one two cool one-liners that sound really cool in his mind. It's like yeah 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 that sounds good that sounds good, but when you hear them in execution, it sounds like complete shit because no one talks like this.
1: It just feels like ev- it just feels like every it just feels like everything is just too stiff. There's no intense charisma coming out of their of the actors, so whatever they say will just end up becoming weird. And it's like nobody fucking talks like that. I mean with the right actor they could have pulled that off but with the, with with their with their casting, especially with Larry Bishop and um Michael Madsen, it's just really weird. Though I'll say this Billy Wings and his, uh, B- 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 Billy Wings, Vinnie Jones, and his ridiculous wing tattoo <laughs> of all the people he, all the people he had sex with. It was just so hilarious. I don't, I just thought,
0: okay, you're past, you pass, you pass my sir. <laughs> yeah, because that, he was the highlight of the movie for me, because like, he was the only one who was having legit fun with this movie everyone else just seemed like they were just either bored or just like were just there to ride motorcycles for for a weekend or something
1: yeah uh, somehow the guy just the guy just appears with uh i'm going to say a arrow crossbow arrow thing and then he just starts being funny and badass and it just made us happy. We're just, like, all waiting. Okay, where's Vinnie Jones? Where's Vinnie Jones? I want, I want to be waiting for Vinnie. Yes, Vinnie! We're all happy for Vinnie. When, when, we're just so excited. He's just there being awesome. Why can't our
0: actors be like this? And the sad thing is, is like... I will say this. As bad as the script is... David Carradine showing up in the last couple of minutes of the movie... He gives the best performance out of the entire in the entire fucking movie, hands down. Because, again, David Carradine was a badass. He was just one of those actors who just who was just really good at what he did, especially yep. during his later career. Which is unfortunately, this is one of the one, a couple of um, one of the last couple of movies he did before he passed away a year later. Which is unfortunate, but. You know, it is, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, and and, and, and he
0: just and he just shines in in what little he had to work with.
1: All he all he existed was when he killed when he killed a bunch of people, and when he got tied up in a chair, he died got he died tied up in a chair by Gary Stu Larry Bishop
0: and that's the biggest problem with this movie is like Larry Bishop not only road directed this but starred in the main role and the main role is just this he's a Gary Stu character because nothing bad happens to him every girl every girl he meets wants to fuck him and and has the hots for him and everyone just like automatically respects him and he just captures the bad guy on his own like he doesn't even need his gang he just captures the guy on his own and ties him up in a hotel room. Off screen. He, he,
1: he just looks, and he doesn't even look like a biker. He looks like the. He looks like what happens when a Bollywood actor tries to look like an American biker.
0: He looks like uh, Dick Miller's brother. He really does.
1: <laughs> really oh, does.
0: <laughs> looks like Dick Miller trying to be a biker. It's just awful. <laughs>
1: The Bollywood biker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just. And he's easily one of the worst actors in this fucking movie. Because, again, he thinks this shit is so cool, and he's just trying to be, like, so charismatic and shit, but. God damn, is he just terrible. He has no charisma whatsoever. And what doesn't help is, like, okay, I understand, like, some movies are made on a cheap, low budget. But for fuck's sake, hire an actual editor. Don't edit your movie with Sony Vegas, please. For the love of God, do not edit your... Sony Vegas is not a substitute for editing, please. It's not. It's never. Because this movie was edited in Sony Vegas, and it fucking shows, because all the transitions were done in Sony Vegas, and there's a scene where... He's tripping balls on, on fucking ecstasy. And all the hallucinations were done in Sony Vegas. Yes.
1: And, you know, and then there's... And then they're supposed to be... I remember there's, like, these... The dialogue between... I'm supposed to say the female messenger and... And, uh, what? Larry Bishop? And then it's all about, like, fire... <laughs> Fire references, and you're just staring there into space, going, "All okay, which one of them is going to burn? Is going to burn dashes to here? I want some actual burning the death here."
0: It it just it just doesn't work. It's just again, he thinks this he thinks his writing is clever, but it really isn't because he doesn't understand that you know. He tried to make his own Tarantino movie, like, I can tell, like, him and Tarantino are good friends, and he's a big fan of his movies, but he doesn't understand, like, what made early Tarantino so good. Like, I'm pretty sure he's a big fan of Pulp Fiction, but he doesn't understand what made that movie so great. And what made that movie so great was, like, was the fact that the dialogue flowed naturally. The problem with this movie is like the dialogue is stiff and unnatural as it, as it, as as you can possibly get, and it's just really fucking distracting. It really is. It
1: just feels that like the guy was just writing Tarantino fan fiction.
0: <laughs> it really was. Me, yeah, just all, shit all, all the All the characters are heroes All the characters are morally ambiguous. <laughs> You know, there's a lot, there's a really cool uh, 70s, 80s soundtrack, you know. There's a lot of
1: hot, sexy chicks doing hot, sexy chick things.
0: There's a lot of homages to, um, Too Easy Rider, of all things, in this movie with Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Which again only made me want to watch Easy Rider and Sons of Anarchy because those are much better, but much better forms of media that deal with bikers than this movie.
1: Yes, I agree. I do want to try to catch up to watch, actually, Sons of Anarchy. I don't know. Thanks for, thanks, thanks for that. Also, Ron Perlman is there, so I'll accept everything. Ron Perlman is in. hes too charming for this universe.
0: <laughs> you never watched Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, shame on me, I know. Yeah, it's it's a really good drama. Very good uh, drama. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I think overall, this movie is okay. Like, it's a great movie to just sit back and watch and just riff with a couple of friends because it's just that, that laughably terrible, but it's nothing to write home about. Yeah
1: also it really is one of those movies that is all about style over substance
0: yeah thats just, that's what I was gonna say thanks for reminding me this movie this movie is the epitome of style over substance like all the editing and all the all the all the all the writing and all the one-liners he thinks this is really cool but it really isn't it really isn't it's just
1: it's just pure cringe okay and if anyone think and if anyone is a serious tarantino fan and thinks this is a good movie shame on you shame on your ass
0: yeah just honestly if you if you want your fix of tarantino go watch paul fiction it's on fucking netflix for god's sakes you have no excuse
1: our next our next theme will actually be involving netflix stay tuned <laughs>
0: it's either netflix or Oh, and just a heads up for—I know October's coming up, and I know that last last year we did a Halloween episode, and it was terrible. But I just want to say this right now: uh, this year we're just going to cover one horror movie because watching three horror movies was a bad idea last year.
1: <laughs> it actually made everyone lose the watching for like the entire
0: year. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Um. Anyway, let's let's talk about the best movie of the bunch. Yay!
1: Best movie.
0: <laughs> this one was a big surprise because I, I really just wanted to see this because I, I I was like, oh, it's a it's a it's a John uh, Johnny Mundo movie and and it's gonna be terrible and we're gonna laugh at it and it's gonna yeah it's gonna be terrible <laughs> and and it's gonna suck. But honestly. This Best was, movie ever. This was actually fun in a in a cheesy '80s sort of way. This is like the perfect '80s throwback movie. Really is. Yep. This is the movie Chuck Norris would make in his fucking prime. That that just goes to show you how 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 much I love this movie. And that is um, our movie is Boone, the Bounty Hunter. Yep.
1: And uh, it had actually it had actually for of the cast, the cast is actually a little less on the washed up side a little more like the out of place stuff we get the Asian guy from Supernatural and Dirk Chenley's Holistic Detective Agency we get the voice of Summer from Rick and Morty, we got Rampage from the A team. So, who are the washed-up people in there?
0: Well, I mean, well, Ra- Ra- Rampage hasn't hasn't been doing MMA in years now. I mean, he's he's you know. Oh. I mean, Rampage Rampage is pretty much a washed-up MMA actor. Johnny Mundo's in TNA. Enough said, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah, he's now in TNA as Johnny Impact for some
0: reason. And, 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 um, uh, and, and, uh, what was it? Kevin Sorbo shut up. I didn't even know that Kevin Sorbo was gonna, was gonna be a cameo in this movie. I actually thought he was gonna have a bigger role, shockingly enough. He was, he was just a cameo, which is kind of disappointing. Uh,
1: the biggest surprise, though, is the, remember, the little kid from Stuart Little is there.
0: Yeah, Jonathan Lip, Lipnicki, who honestly, uh, I swear to God... His acting has gotten worse now that he's an adult.
1: <laughs> he actually acts like Debbie. A daddy. Daddy. In
0: in the room. <laughs> yeah. And he and he sounds like a whinier Chris Jericho. Like imagine like a really whiny Chris Jericho and you've pretty much got you pretty much got his Jonathan Lipni Jonathan Lipnicki's performance in this movie.
1: <laughs> you got you're not my fucking mother. you're on my list
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i i honestly i i really love this movie because it's a it 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 had a story that i could follow it had pretty good pacing and it had a really likable main character which is surprisingly oh my god (laughs) And 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 weirdly enough, I didn't even know that the bartender was played by uh, Lorenzo Lamas. So I was like, "Holy shit, that's Lorenzo Lamas! Holy fuck! <laughs> Holy fuck!" Yeah, and for those who don't know, who Lorenzo, who, who, who Lorenzo Lamas is well, he was on a TV show back in, uh, I think, it was e- either he was either he was he was Councilman Delgado in Lucha Underground. Oh, really? Was he? Uh <laughs> But um most people know him as Renegade from uh from the from the 80s uh TV show Renegade.
1: Uh-huh. Hey, wait, he's also beep.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that
1: was <a> surprise. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Surprising there. Okay, plot time.
0: Basically it's a parody of Dog the Bounty Hunter. And (laughs) no, no, no. It's it's basically a parody of Dog Bounty Hunter. The um the show is gonna get canceled, and they gotta save the show. And they're like, okay, how do we save the show? Let's let's go after a drug kingpin's son. Let's bring him in. Let's you know do a real case. And and they go to Mexico, and then it just it's your typical B movie schlock type of bullshit where it's like, oh, I gotta save whatever by taking down a drug empire or something like that.
1: <laughs> Which is incredibly stupid, but it was, actually, it was actually done really well. As in, there's this odd mix of... At the start, it's like very cheap. It's down-the-drop cheesy 80s action flick to the core. Every time me and Abdullah were actually watching a fight, see, we're actually too excited. It's like, oh, yes, yeah. We just got too excited because there's a lot of actual good fighting choreography in this movie and the one-liners unlike hell right they actually work in a way especially with um johnny Mudo being all trying hard to be cool and badass and awesome and a little bit of the over-the-top ego guy it works on him a lot more you did say that he improved uh, he improved so much since then
0: Yeah, uh, I think yeah, because I'm 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 just familiar with his work on Lucha Underground, and I honestly wasn't impressed by his acting in in that, to be quite honest. But then again, that's the same show that implied that Aztecs are the reason behind Lucha, which is just complete another bullshit.
1: Complete another bullshit. It's it it started in the '50s because people like wrestling in the '50s.
0: I just hate that. It's like oh, you know. We gotta bring in these mystical characters and shit, but let's let's make it about Aztecs, because fuck that you bo- No, fuck you. It's not Aztecs. It's fucking... It's Lucha, okay? It's Mexican. It has nothing to do with Aztecs, you fucking idiots.
1: Anyway, um... Considering so, sorry, Mando, sorry. Though...
0: I, I don't like Lucha Underground. I'm Sorry. I mean, it's and, and I, and I judge that, and I judge that based on what it is, and that's a TV show, not a wrestling promotion. I mean, the wrestling's fine, but the, but the storylines and all that other shit is just garbage. Fucking atrocious garbage. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, b- back to this, um, back to this wonderful movie. Um, yeah, Johnny Mundo's acting is really good. Um, He's improved a lot since he was on Lucha Underground, and since he was in the WWE with John Morrison. And he really pulls it up, pulls off being um, being likable, but not in, but not too much of a douchebag. Like you could tell he's an egotistical character, but he's like a total douchebag, which is great because it makes us want to root for him and see him succeed. And he does have a, and he does have, and he does have a flaw of being an overachiever, which I like. Because very yeah, because and, very rarely do you see um, do you see um what was it action heroes or overachievers
1: yeah and you know him actually trying to save save the show no matter what the cost losing his friends losing every single thing that he has it kind of makes it makes it makes him his development is kind of like just there but cheesy 80s magic talk makes you better type of thing but it's there. We're going it's, it's there. <laughs> and I like the
0: fact because I like the fact that 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 he, he that he spouts out so many one liners I'm like yes.
1: <laughs> the one liners are just really good. Wait, I I don't remember the no good one liners there but they, he had so many good ones. I <laughs> mean I could that... I
0: could recap them but honestly I think everyone should watch this movie cuz it's just that much fun i'm sorry i really recommend this movie because it's just so much fun i love this movie i mean it's not great or anything about that but like for a cheesy b movie it it gives me what i want it's cheesy story decent acting decent production value i mean yeah they sure they use after effects towards the end the final showdown but but the stunt work is really good i'll I'll tell you that right now the stunt work is really (laughs) good
1: yeah, especially how um, they actually made Johnny Moovo do his own stunts, especially the parkour part. It was actually pretty
0: impressive, especially yeah, because, the ulf. Because he's into he's into that parkour shit in real life. So I'm like, you know, if you're not gonna if you're gonna hire him and, you're, and if if you're gonna hire Johnny Mundo, and he's not gonna be doing parkour. Then shame on you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it actually works in context. Though the most funniest part is how they handled Rampage just rolling the entire movie.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed that he wasn't in the final climax. Like, I kind of wanted to see Rampage and Mundo kick ass back to back, but instead, you know, Rampage probably was was busy, didn't want to <laughs> do his own stunts or whatever, so he was written off, and, and towards the end he just he just became the- tech support.
1: Yeah, he just he just like became he became Johnny Moodle's tech support. He basically toggled T G M in there to make Johnny Moodle fight the two guys who look like Millie Vanilli.
0: Yep, they have I swear to god they have two Jamaican gangster Henchman in this movie and that just goes to show you how fucking cheesy (laughs) and stupid this movie is and just so much fun it is i just love it i I want a sequel to this i want to see this become a franchise
1: they actually hooked up a sequel hey johnny mundo if you actually can hear us or actually listen to this podcast, please quit wrestling and just continue making fun, awesome horror b- action movies. We will accept you 100%. You can be our new Michael J. White.
0: I mean, he's not that cool. Come on.
1: Yeah, and, and It's called being, having a hype, so... Because
0: I mean, I, I, again, I, I mean, he's really improved a lot in terms of acting and I just love... I just love everything about this movie. It's just so cheesy, it's so stupid, it's just so... It just has a charm to it that none of these other movies that that had that we watched and that we watched in quite a while now. I think the last movie we watched that had that was this charming and and, and fun was Tactical Force.
1: Fuck! Yeah, that's that's true. That was a very beautiful movie and... The while yeah, Tactical Force has personally the better chemistry
0: and better Michael writing. J. White. I'll tell you that right now it had better writing. It
1: had better writing and it also had Michael J. White say, Eat my grandma and no actually he had this epic build up of how he calls his rocket launcher grandma and then caught and then he ends up yelling, Eat my grandma. That was just beautiful. Michael J. White is still my number one. I'm sorry.
0: I just want him and Steve Austin to do one more movie together. Just so we can have a trilogy. I want a trilogy of Michael J. White and Steve Austin movies. No,
1: make them fight together. Make them actually have a one-on-one combat fight together. I will pay them. I will pay them with my own money.
0: I'm actually shocked that um, Steve Austin hasn't had him as a guest on his podcast. I'm like, come on, dude. You owe us I that know. much.
1: <laughs> if they ever do that, please, for the love of Christ, tell me. I want to listen to it.
0: <laughs> you should actually just listen to a show in general. It's pretty, cool. it's a pretty cool show. And if no one's, if you're not yeah. listening to, if you're not listening to the Stone Cold Steve Austin show, shame on you because it's a great podcast. Yeah. Same, same with Jericho's yeah, podcasts. Talk us Jericho. Yeah, yeah, actually,
1: actually. And I, I listened to a few episodes of Talkness Jericho, and they seem like the fun. And Jericho is actually pretty fun, aside from the shelling of the, dime, the Diamond Dallas Page DDP Yoga thing. I actually do DDP Yoga. Shh, don't tell anybody.
0: That's uh, DDP Yoga's right? <laughs> and no, we're not sponsored by them. Shut up.
1: <laughs> no, we're, we're, sp- we're not. We're We're poor. We're two people from third world countries. Please show our magical Patreon. Our Patreon is—we don't have a Patreon. Yeah,
0: the day I create a Patreon is the day I'll stop. I'll stop doing anything because then I'll just say, "Hey, I'll you know, uh, I'll release the po- I'll release the next podcast episode if you guys uh, give me two hundred bucks, and I'll, and I'll release the next podcast episode."
1: Yeah, and we'll actually show our faces.
0: Well, people already no, know we- what. It- well, people already know what I look like, so.
1: <laughs> I don't. Know what I they they don't they don't know what I look like. I'm I'm possibly part part Skeletor or some shit. I'm <laughs> probably from another dimension.
0: Yeah, you're you're just probably just a chubby, um, half Asian <laughs> Filipino girl. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's basically me in a nutshell. <laughs>
0: yeah um anyway yeah boone i I really recommend this. this is the best movie we watched for for quite some time now, and you, if you can and, and, and if you can if you can hunt down a copy of this, please do it's a lot of fun. I really like it, and I want to see this grow into a cult classic I want this to be a cult classic, goddammit. it, it should be give
1: us the sequel, give us the fucking sequel now, I know.
0: <laughs> because it ends on a sequel hook so you know I'm hoping I'm hoping we can get um, a sequel to this if not then where I'm going to be really disappointed
1: yeah we're. Act- yeah it was actually a happy moment man
0: it's kind of it's kind of weird because we started out watching a really terrible movie and then a really mediocre movie and then we ended it with a really great movie which is odd <laughs>
1: I know then again, maybe we'll never know, maybe Netflix will have the will have the same effect. Will it be the reverse? Or we'll just have three pathetic movies and then we'll just quit altogether because Jesus Christ the movies we're gonna find next time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I just um I just want I just want this to be. I just want this to be a franchise. Now I just want the Boon to be a fucking franchise. Please
1: don't. Please WWE Studios, don't get Boon. Please, this is good as is. Wait, do you think WWE Studios, if they ever may, if they ever still keep uh, Johnny Mundo, and um, put him in? as in if we if they still kept boon and then keep it the same way. No WWE e Studio bullshit and then Johnny Moodle was still there, do you think WWE would become actually more popular than we more popular or
0: no? I think the problem with WWE Studios movies in general is like they're made on the cheap and they and they're and 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 they're just there to promote a superstar. They're not there to, to promote anything else. It's like, oh you know we need so and so to make a movie, okay? I feel
1: sorry for Seth Rollins. Why is he there? He could have been awesome in the movie. I would have enjoyed a, I would have enjoyed a movie involving Stone Cold and some and Michael J. White or you know Chris and Jericho made a, mo- a Chris and Jericho act buddy cop action movie with actual wrestling, and then the villain would probably be like Chris would be like. Seth rolls or some shit. It'll be it'll be, be, be amazing if they actually made made a WWE that's actually fun and not
0: bait switchy. Bait and switch, horrible pacing, and just dull fucking movie altogether. Really, that's and ev- title that's fonts. that's every WWE Studios movie in a nutshell. Bait and switch, horrible pacing, mediocre acting, and just boring shit. Boring, boring and shitty shit. Shitty title fonts. <laughs> shitty title fonts. Yep. 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 <laughs> so yeah, that's it for us. Um, we'll recommend Watch Boon. Fuck the rest. Good night.
1: Good night. <laughs>